the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you yak wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here. The good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Uh, Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. And we're coming to you a day early because gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, we got fees to dive into on Thanksgiving Day including a three-pack of NFL games. So we want you to hopefully boost uh, not only uh, your waistline, but the bank account as well in the process. Uh, so, Lundy. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Brad, you know the beauty of today? Yes. Uh, the liquor stores are still open, including our friends at Total Wine, which means as you prepare uh, for your crazy uncle to start spouting uh, political <laughs> opinions uh, at uh, uh, not even around the dinner table, just while he's standing there with a with hanging a out, player. yeah, watching the uh, game. Go swing by, go see your friends at Total Wine. Uh, they stock the beautiful Suavecito Añejo on their shelves. Uh, and if the liquor store closest to your casa, as you get ready for Thanksgiving, doesn't have it, demand it. Tell them. You got to get this stuff. Brad and Nate told me to uh, and make sure that they start stocking the Suavecito because just because it's Thanksgiving, Brad, does not mean it doesn't uh, have the opportunity to be a hashtag tequila Thursday. Uh, amen to that. And it's a perfect pairing uh, with the turkey. And whether you go did you know, the deep fried route or you bake it in a bag or whatever, uh, make sure you go pick up a bottle of Suavecito Añejo, por favor. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Uh, gracias in advance. Um, and maybe there's an additional thank you in advance. With this selection, we got three games, uh, as we normally do on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I don't know if you looked at the side, the totals, uh, but give me your pick to click in one of those two categories. Usually we feature a ton of player props on this broadcast. We're going to obviously get to that here in a moment with the Fade 5. But is there a side or total that stands out to you on Turkey Day? Uh, yeah, uh, Detroit sucks on Thanksgiving. Um, they're bad, folks. Uh, this is historical. Uh, this just keeps going. Um, there have been some that have been posting memes and posting things on social media of, can we just quit letting Detroit have Thanksgiving games by now? Uh, just with how completely horrendous they are um, on Thanksgiving Day. And the fact that Buffalo is now very familiar uh, with the locker rooms and the general layout of Ford Field. Um, I, I don't care that it's nine and a half. I'm laying the points. I, I think Buffalo wins this thing by double figures. Um, even though Detroit is on this winning streak that they are on right now, uh, truth be told, um, I, I just don't know that they're going to be able to bait Buffalo into the turnovers that Detroit has been able to do over this three-game winning streak that they are on. Please remember, Detroit had two interceptions and a fumble recovery against the Giants. They had the pick against Chicago, and they had three picks against A.A. Ron. So uh, Detroit's on a bit of a turnover run right now. I expect Josh Allen to actually take better care of the ball than that. Um, and so I, I think that Detroit's not going to have the opportunities that they've had over this three-game winning streak. And therefore, I think it comes to a screeching halt. I think Buffalo covers. I think they cover late. I think this is a fourth quarter cover, but I think the Bills win it by double figures. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Big Apple, and uh, I know this game's going to be played in Big D, but I think the Giants are going to cover the 10. I think it's way too many points. Uh, Intradivisional rivalry, and earlier this season, it was 23-16 to 16 in Jersey. 
Uh, what was the uh, the final outcome there? And the Giants have covered in seven of the last ten meetings with the Dallas Cowboys. So just way too many points. I think Dallas is going to win, uh, but I think recency bias is being baked in after the bludgeoning, the annihilation of the Minnesota Vikings last week. But uh, again, these two teams know each other. Uh, the Giants are, you know, not going to go, uh, you know, softly in this one. And I think ultimately uh, they're going to wind up with a plus 10 cover. So give me the G-men there. All right, with that already in the oven, baking at 355 degrees, let's get after it. All oh, this hashtag tequila Wednesday slash Thursday with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, my favorite anytime touchdown prop, and I can't believe you can get this at uh, pretty substantial plus money uh, on Turkey Day, but it's Zeke Elliott to cross a chalk at plus 130 at Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, this is a bit of a head-scratcher. I know he played on 28.6% of the staff share his return to the lineup last week, and uh, Tony Pollard just has more explosiveness, uh, more gas in the tank, more juice in the legs uh, than Zeke Elliott. But when you get you know knocking at the door in some of those uh, second-and-goal, first-and-goal situations at, like, the five-yard line, uh, chances are strong that Zeke Elliott is going to get the ball to the belly and he could splash six in the end. He's got 15 red zone touches on the season, seven of the goal line variety in seven games. He's got five touchdowns in his last three contests. Usually gets around 60% of the snap share, and I think he's going to get back to that normal volume this week. He had 16 for 71 and a touchdown uh, in total yards uh, against the G-men back in week three in New York. Their biggest vulnerability has been in the trenches. Is they're giving up 5.32 yards per carry and 10 total touchdowns to RBs. So, Lundy, fade or follow, are uh, you about to get freaky with Zeke on an anytime touchdown? Plus 130 at Caesars. Like many fantasy owners, Brad, Zeke Elliott is dead to me. Um, and you know, he is to so many fantasy owners right now with the emergence of Tony Pollard, uh, within this offense and the snap share and the opportunities that he has been taking. I don't know, man. I I mean, it's not that I necessarily disagree with the idea of him for an anytime touchdown. I just feel like there's some other guys that I probably could have some more fun with, uh, you know, put together a two leg anytime touchdown maybe especially in a game like we were just talking about with buffalo and detroit where it's just pew 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 pew, plenty of points they're going to take place um so i'll follow you on this but my guess is i can find something a little bit more fun than a guy that he's not in the doghouse but do you get the feeling he's getting put out to pasture because i do uh, not really. I mean, Jerry Jones has kept saying, oh, Zeke cares? is still our guy, and Jerry's yeah. the one cut the checks. Yeah, Jerry's also the ultimate politician, and you know it. Yeah, he is. He is. Well, I tell you what, Zig, Zag, get the damn end zone regardless, Zeke. Number four. All right, cue the Lady Gaga. Ra, 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 Little Ramondre Stevenson on uh, the evening tip against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Give me the over on three and a half receptions. A uh, little juicy here, minus 125 at BetMGM. I say it's absolutely worth 
uh, the increased juice here because it's all about the increased volume for him as a pass catcher. He is number four among all running backs with 17.5% of the team target share. He's averaging 17.4 routes per game. He is top 10 in yards per route run and top 10 in catch rate at 82%. He has been over this, Lundy, in six of his last seven games. And look what Minnesota has yielded this season, a pass catching back. They're going to have 5.3 receptions, 43.1 receiving yards per game. Four guys have gone over this number against him. So Mac Jones, uh, probably going to be a check down Charlie extraordinaire uh, yet again. And as a result, rah, 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 pop the volume, baby, as a pass catcher. Give me the over. On three and a half receptions, minus 125 at BetMGM, fade or follow. Uh, true story, Brad. One of the great, you know, a lot of times uh, around the holidays, you have uh, revelations uh, about things about your family, right? Uh, you know, somebody brings uh, home their their newest uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, um, and you, you know, lots of hardware in the face, you know, eyebrows, oh, yeah. and you know, that, that sort of thing can happen. Uh, sometimes you find out uh, things you didn't want to know uh, about your family. True story few years ago uh, at Thanksgiving, because there was a holiday special that was going to be airing, uh, realized that my father is a massive Lady Gaga fan. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, my dad loves him some Gaga. Just wanted to throw that out there. I don't like when you sing it, uh, but it always makes me laugh because uh, my dad is a huge uh, Lady Gaga fan. It was when she did that holiday special with, like, Tony Bennett. Remember oh, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. yeah. It just... She's she's crazy talented, and I just love the fact that my dad's a big fan. Um, yes, uh, I jumped on this one. Truth be told, I actually uh, paid more juice than this. I was at a minus one thirty uh, mm. on this one, and it's still worth it. I, I, I know it sucks to play, pay the juice like that, folks. I get it, um, but this to me is an absolute no brainer. Um, I, I think he gets up above this number. I think he smashes it. I think we're looking at at least five. Um, to be honest, so pay the juice, folks. I think this is one that you're going to feel comfortable that you're cashing early. Do it for Gaga and do it for Lundy's dad. Number three. All right, numero tres on the feed five uh, today. Gabe Davis uh, in that matchup against Detroit. Give me the over on 54 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. You look at the Lions, those Hello Kitties. I've uh, definitely lived down to the nickname 8.09 pass yards per attempt surrendered this season. 16 wideouts have gone over this number against him this year. And uh, Amani Oruare is uh, the likely assignment uh, in this game for Gabe. And he has given up a 137.1 pass rating and 75% catch rate to his assignments. Davis, meanwhile, number two in a dot, which again stands for average depth of target, number 10 in total deep ball targets, and number one in yards per route run. So, uh, when Josh Allen wants to uncork down the field, he goes to one or two options, Stephon Diggs or it's Gabe Davis. And usually when he connects with Gabe, it's a long chunk gain. He has done this five times this year. I think he's going to make it an ice cold six pack here in the end. And that uh, sounds kind of tasty. Uh, something to uh, hydrate with after you drink a half a bottle of Suavecito. So fade or follow, my friend, Gabe Davis, uh, over 54 and a half receiving yards against the Lions, minus 115 at DraftKings.
Numero uno, sir. If I were ranking the Fade 5 today, this would actually be my number one player prop. I jumped on this one. I actually did a two-unit bet on this one. Uh, Double down. I, I really like I really like this bet. I, I think he's going to smash this number. Um, like, like you said, I think there's folks that are sitting back saying, well, Detroit's on a three-game winning streak, and they're doing that. It, yeah, it's it, – they. It, so? Uh, they're, they're playing Josh Allen. I, I, I mean, I'm serious. I'm, they're playing Josh Allen. Uh, they're yeah. playing the Bills. They're playing the odds-on favorite to hoist the trophy uh, in February. I mean, it, this is completely different than what they saw with with Aaron Rodgers, than what they saw with Justin Fields, than what they saw with Daniel Jones. Uh, Josh Allen is a completely different beast. I get that they've won three games in a row. Congratulations, Detroit. Uh, you're going to get stomped on, tomorrow. I just, I really believe Buffalo is going to smash them, and I think Gabe Davis is going to be part of the reason why. Yeah, those true colors, uh, cue the Cindy Lop are going to be shining through. Uh, I just butchered the heck out of that. Uh, what you should do uh, on this holiday is go pick up a lovely bottle of Suavecito Añejo uh, and try to get the memory of me attempting to sing Cindy Lopper out of your mind immediately. Uh, and the love juice will certainly help. If you're not familiar with Suavecito, in 2015, Forbes magazine in New York City contacted 10 tequila experts around the U.S. of A, one in Cali, Texas, Florida, and New York. People who know tequila, and they ask these experts a simple question. What is the best tasting tequila in the United States? Well, a week later, on the front page of Forbes, there was a picture of a bottle of Suavecito Añejo. Grab some love juice this Thanksgiving and throw a betting fiesta, uh, whether it's on a hashtag tequila Thursday or hashtag tequila Wednesday or a hashtag tequila Every day, get a Suavecito bottle at any Total Wine and more store or ask for it where you are. We consider it a favor. Gracias. Number two. All right, number two. Oh, let's get seduced by that juice. Uh, Hopefully your turkey is going to be very juicy as well there in the end. Uh, Along with this wager, Jacoby Myers over four and a half receptions against the Vikes at plus 120 at DraftKings. And uh, this is just like a neon sign flashing value, value, value in my mind on this wager. Why? Well, you've seen 24 and a half percent of the team target share. That is a hefty amount along with a number 15 ranking in yards per route one when targeted by Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. He's got a 121.2 passer rating that he has posted so he gets open easy connections uh, whether in the short or intermediate field operates a lot out of the slot around 50 percent of the time he has been over this number has Myers four times this season and more importantly he's going to get a lot of Shandone Sullivan who I have discussed and it is well documented how forgiving he is as a DB out of the slot he has allowed an 83.3 catch rate and 115.8 pass rate to his assignments and 11 wide receivers. 11 have caught at least five balls against Minnesota. Not so eh uh, this year. So, Lundy, fade or follow, Jacoby Myers over four and a half receptions plus 120 at DraftKings. Uh, you got to drop a quarter to the old slot machine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like this one. I, I like it at the plus odds, obviously. I am a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. 
a little nervous. <laughs> I think there could be uh, some Thanksgiving sweats uh, taking place with this one. And I don't mean the kind that you wear with the elastic band uh, so that oh. you can fit all the food. Uh, yeah. gotta have the stretch, gotta have the stretchy pants folks uh you, you gotta you gotta you gotta leave yourself some room um you gotta go with that pair of jeans that maybe doesn't quite fit you know they're a little little too baggy on you uh, and if you don't have some uh, go out and buy some today like make get, sure get some you- pregnant lady jeans yes. you know they got the elastic waist you do yourself a favor yeah you gotta go out and take care of this uh prior to Thursday you can thank us later you're gonna look like a fool. Your family's going to make fun of you, uh, but you're going to be comfortable while the rest of them are angry uh, that they're popping buttons on their Levi's uh, <laughs> later on in the evening. Uh, but we're going to be sweating this one out. I, Because, I, Brad, I actually I truly believe Myers is going to finish at either four or five, that this is going to come back down to a late catch that he does to get over uh, that number. Uh, I actually had a player prop hit last night in the uh, Nuggets-Pistons debacle here in Denver uh, that hit, frankly, on the last play of the game. Uh, So uh, I understand the whole idea of sweating this stuff out. I think we're going to be sweating this one, but the plus 120 is the reason that I'm on board. Oh, get seduced by that juice. And yeah, go ahead. I'm butting those pants. Number one. All right, like uh, my favorite side on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, for me, it's a twice-baked potato. I eat like three of them, uh, skin included. Uh, a close second is a green bean casserole, especially when you have the uh, crunchy you know, onions on top, those fried onions. Oh, it's wonderful. But no, what are chestnuts, you jerks? Uh, anyway, some people actually do that, and they defy uh, the tastiness of the green bean casserole. Uh, I, I got consistency issues. But anyway, uh, what will be consistent this week is Tony Pollard. Here is an OGP slash SGP. And I put this together at BetMGM. Give me Tony Pollard, 55-plus rush yards. Give me Tony Pollard, 15-plus receiving yards. Ooh, that is a cool plus 120 at the Lion uh, here at Roar there in the background. And that's what Pollard was last week. He was the king of the fantasy jungle and the sports betting world as well uh, against the Minnesota Vikings in that mauling uh, on the road. Uh, a guy, you know, last week played 54.3% of the snap share. So he still, you know, get right around 45 to 55% of the opportunity share overall. He did have 21 total touches in that game. He was Zeke back in uniform. I think he's going to cede some more work to Zeke this time around, but not a ton. He is number one among all running backs in yards after contact per attempt, 4.35 on the season. He's forcing a missed tackle 22% of the time. He has achieved both of these thresholds in three games this year. And I mentioned the downside of the Giants defensively. Uh, it's on the ground in particular. 5.32 yards per carry, 141.5 total yards per game. That is what they have surrendered this season of the running back position. Now, Pollard didn't catch a ball. Only had one target in the first matchup back in week three, but he did run for a buckle five on 13 attempts. So uh, I just love the bounce in this guy's step. And I love the fact that they're starting to utilize him more in the pass game. Lundy. Knowing all that, fade or follow on this SGP slash OGP. Come with me. Tony Pollard, 55-plus rush yards. Tony Pollard, 15-plus receiving yards at plus 120 at Ben MGM. And could you get me another twice-baked potato, please? Uh, no. Uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> I'm here to keep you from carving out completely. Uh, I need the carbs. I Brad, need them. Uh, 
that's where the crash happens, dude. That's where you start and boom, you come crashing uh, down. Uh, the other reason you come crashing down is because most of us start drinking at approximately 9.15 in the morning. Uh, but remember, uh, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, folks. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm going to follow on this one. This is another one that I like. I've got an OGP, SGP for us as well coming up here uh, in bonus time that I like a lot. Um, that's got a really simple payday on it, much like this one does. So I'm down with this one with Pollard. I already told you I'm kind of down on Zeke. Um, you know, like I told you before, I, I, I don't disagree with your anytime touchdown on Zeke, but I think right now with what Pollard's doing, I think Jerry Jones is full of shit. Um, I, I think this offense knows who their stud is and how they can keep some defenses on their toes. Um, I think as good as Zeke is, um, he's not Derrick Henry. <laughs> he's just not. Um, so as much as you want to try to plow him between the tackles, I think Tony Pollard gives them a lot more options on their offense, uh, and hopefully opens up some things for them for Dak. And I think that's why they lean on him so much. So this is a good one. Nice plus one twenty. nice, simple payday, my friend. Nice work. Nice work. Uh, yes. And uh, go ahead and grab a clean plate. Let's have a second helping. It's bonus time. Uh, what else you got, uh, whether on Thanksgiving day or maybe since we're taping this pod on a Wednesday Holy mackerel, there's a lot of college hoops to choose from, and it starts early. Well, Brad, much the way you defer to me when it comes to hockey, I'm going to defer to you on the college basketball, so I'm going to leave that one uh, for you. Let me uh, continue on Thursday's uh, holiday slate here. Uh, let me talk. We were just talking about Dallas, so let me stick with Dallas for a second. There's two other player props that I like. Give me the over on 37.5 receiving yards on one Dalton Schultz. Um, I like that one a lot. couple of reasons why. He did not play against the Giants earlier this year. Uh, he was out for that game. But his three previous games against uh, the Giants, uh, against the G-Men, if we go back to uh, both 2021 and then the last matchup of 2020, uh, Brad, eight catches for 79, eight catches for 67, seven catches for 70. Wow. Um, so you put all of that together. Dalton Schultz is a guy that clearly uh, uh, gets up for these games uh, against the Giants. And the crazy part about last year, by the way, eight catches on eight targets, eight catches on eight targets. So Dude did not miss his opportunities against the Giants. So I'm taking the over on that 37 and a half yards receiving. As a matter of fact, he averages in his career, his entire career against the Giants, he averages 34 yards per game against the G-Men. So I think that 37 and a half is extremely doable for him. I think he can do it basically on three catches, let alone if he gets up into that 6-7 range that I was just talking about. I think recency bias is in on this next one. Give me the under on Dak Prescott longest completion, which sits at 36 and a half. Folks, the only game he's done, I know he's only played five games this year, but the only game he did it was the last one. Other than that, he's been under this total the entire time. Um, if you go all the way back to last season, in a total of 16 games, it was 50-50. He went over the number in eight of them. He went under the number in eight of them. So I think this recency bias has pushed this number too high. Um, so I'm going to take the under on the 36 and a half there. Let me jump over to the uh, Buffalo Bills, shall we? I know you're going to like this one, Brad. One game parlay for you. Stephon Diggs, 75 or more receiving. Gabe Davis, 40 or more receiving. At DraftKings, that is a nice plus 115. Yes! So love that one uh, a lot. Now let me get to the ice because we have uh, three, six, nine, 12. Uh, yeah, 
there's a ton of freaking games uh, in hockey tonight. You know I'm all about the goal in the first 10. So let me give you a couple of options here for you that you can roll with. This is a two-legger for a yes goal in the first 10. Uh, from the early slate, St. Louis and Buffalo. Follow that up with that Nashville in Dallas. You put those two together, it's a plus 157. Now on the evening tip, uh, same thing. Goal in the first 10 on a two-legger. Ottawa is in Vegas. Chicago is in Dallas. Do a goal in the first 10 in both of those. It is a plus 152. And you want to be a numbers geek with me for a second? Oh, let's do it together, shall we, Einstein? Check this out, Brad. The New York Islanders, if all you had done all season long is bet the no on their goal in the first 10, regardless of who they're playing, you would be up approximately 22 units right now. In 19 games... The Islanders have only either had or allowed a goal in the first 10 three times in 19 games. So with that in mind, I continue to ride the no on the Islanders because of those odds. Even if it were to happen tonight, chances are in their very next game, it won't based on how they have been playing so far. So they are at home tonight against Edmonton. If you take the no at DraftKings, it is a plus 130. That's the reason why it's so crazy that you would be up about 22 units roughly if all you had done was say the no all season on the Islanders is because the no on the gifts, for those of you that don't bet this very often, are always plus odds. Um, so this is a really good spot to be. So I would bet that one by itself. I like those other, uh, gifts as well. There you go. My friend, I hand the baton to you. What else you got for Thanksgiving? And I know you want to be betting on some college hoops tonight. Oh yes. And I'm going to reserve some of those selections, uh, here for just a little bit later on the pod. Let's get back to the NFL. And I, you and I were talking about this off air right before we hit the uh, record button on this pod, but DraftKings is a ton of Thanksgiving specials. And if you click on the tab, there is one, uh, that I think is quite exciting at plus 5,000. That's why right, you heard that correctly. Plus 5,000. And that's for James Cook to be the yardage on the ground leader on Thursday among running backs. Again, among running backs. Saquon Barkley is the uh, pace setter, according to the odds in that category. But uh, it's all about maximizing the matchup. And it's all about maybe recency bias. It is a hell of a drug. Playing a factor here, he went over 80 yards last week. And he's a guy that's got a lot of explosiveness in those legs. Uh, He's starting to siphon off, starting to chew and chip away uh, at the opportunity share with Devin Singletary in that Buffalo backfield. We know that uh, Detroit has been very generous to opposing running backs, giving up close to five yards per carry, over 100 rush yards per game. So in a contest in which Lundy laid out a very strong case, that the Bills come could come in and just blast the doors off the uh, forward field arena there. I think ultimately Cook could get a ton of work late in this game maybe rip one off for a, a long chunk gainer could be for six. If he goes for, you know, close to what he did last week, he could lead all the NFL running backs and rushing yards on Thursday. So a plus 5,000, it's worth at least a half a unit also called a Funston. There's a backstory there. Uh, also, I like Josh Allen to have the most pass yards at plus 240. Again, at DraftKings under Thanksgiving Day specials, uh, another guy that should be able to take advantage of a defense has been 
overly forgiving the entire season. I know they play better of late, but still giving up eight plus pass yards per attempt. Uh, I believe he comes in and bombards uh, Detroit, a very familiar sitting there at Ford Field uh, for Josh Allen. Uh, elsewhere, uh, give me Daniel Jones on SGP under 225.5 pass yards and give me the Cowboys to cover on an alt line minus two and a half. Both those events occur. It's plus 100 at DraftKings, so it's easy, even money. Uh, I don't think uh, Daniel Jones cracks 200 yards. Uh, the fact that he cracked uh, 300 yards last week means uh, gather as many canned food items as you can because the world is ending. Uh, there is no way that's going to be remotely close. Uh, again here this week, not against uh, this Dallas Cowboys secondary. So under 225 and a half uh, pass yards on a same gamer with Dallas minus two and a half. You get that at even money. And then last one, you mentioned Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis together in a same game parlay. I got Stephon Diggs and Amon Ra St. Brown. So Diggs is 75 plus receiving yards. Amon Ra at 60 plus receiving yards because one of the biggest areas of uh, vulnerability for this Bills secondary is out of the slot. And that's exactly what Amon Ra mans. And if they're playing catch-up in this game, uh, could see 10 to 12 targets. So 60-plus for Amon Ra, 75-plus yards for Diggs. That's plus 120 at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, college basketball. Let me go lightning fast here. Uh, try to get you some late-night games on this Wednesday, or later games at least. Uh, give me Charleston, minus two against Kent State. Uh, Charleston's been outstanding so far this season. They got wins against Richmond, Colorado State, and Virginia Tech already this year. A team that is number 24 in the nation in offensive efficiency. They're a plus offensive rebounding team. Get a lot of second chance opportunities. Crash a glass in that instance. Uh, however, they are 338 in two-point percentage G. So they're giving up too many easy buckets around the basket. Uh, but Kent State, they turn the ball over uh, frequently. Uh, number uh, four, the fourth highest turnover percentage offense on the season at 28.7. So shoot themselves in the foot routinely. Plus, they're a pretty bad rebounding team. So those second chance opportunities, as I mentioned, where Charleston will play a factor in this one. Kent State sued their best win against Portland. Number 130, according to Bart Torvik. So I'm going to lay the deuce there. Cincinnati, just fade Louisville in every instance this season. I will lay the seven and a half of the Bearcats in Maui uh, at minus 110. I'd play this number maybe as high as like 14 and a half. I'm not going to lie to you. You look at uh, Cincinnati, they're they're not an outstanding team by any stretch of the imagination. They lost uh, to Arizona, but they were competitive, 101 to 93. Then they turn around and lose to Ohio State, 81 to 53. So they got trounced uh, by the Buckeyes, but they're number 61 and adjusted offensive efficiency. Another team that gets after it on the offensive glass. And I think Landers Noli is going to have himself a hell of a game working inside and out because Louisville doesn't defend anybody. Number 266 so far this season uh, in offense efficiency and number 171 in defense efficiency. They're 0-5, losing 80-54 to Arkansas and 70-38 to against Texas Tech. That game was over the first like five minutes of the first half. So I will lay the chalk there with the Bearcats. And then last, and certainly not least, give me the under in the Butler-Tennessee Volunteers game, 136.5. Vols, very good defensive team, number five in the country in defensive efficiency. Butler, decent in that category two, number 63 
nationally. Uh, both teams play, uh, you know, rather methodically. They're right around 175 at adjusted tempo. Uh, and you look at the offenses, uh, not great, uh, especially on the Tennessee side. Number 273, an effective field goal percentage offense. Butler hasn't really shot the three well, but they are netting over 60% inside the arc. So I think this game will be slower paced. I think this game is going to be maybe in the low 60s in the end. I'm not picking a, a winner here, but give me the under on 136 and a half. All right, uh, that is a wrap on this supersize edition of the Feed 5 podcast. Uh, have a happy and glorious Thanksgiving and do us a favor. Uh, give us thanks by dropping a rating or a review would you kindly and feed or follow our wagers on the Twitter? Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Wavos. We both have free, uh, accessible spreadsheets. The good, the bad, the ugly can track it all on those spreadsheet picks. Until next time, uh, grab another plate, would you? And another suavecito. Uh, as always, fade or follow. That is up to you.